You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Classical musician Robert Domain was the principal cellist at the Detroit Symphony Orchestra for 10 years before leaving during the strike in 2010. Domain left Detroit for a solo career and then a position with the Los Angeles Philharmonic. But he says he never stopped missing his time here in Detroit and with the DSO. Now Domain has returned to Detroit for a concert tomorrow at the Seligman Performing Arts Center in Beverly Hills as part of the Chamber Music Society of Detroit series. Robert Domain joins us in studio this morning. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes about what he's been up to since he left the DSO. But first, we are going to have him perform for us. Ladies and gentlemen, Robert Domain. was Robert Domain, the former principal cellist at the Detroit Symphony Orchestra for 10 years before leaving to become a position or to take a position with the Los Angeles Philharmonic. He's going to be performing at the Seligman Performing Arts Center Saturday at 8 p.m. We're going to talk with Robert in a little bit about classical music and the cello's role in the orchestra. But right now we're going to take a quick break. Your city, your town, your voice. 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station. You're listening to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. That, of course, is the opening strain of the second movement of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, and it features the cello, which happens to be my favorite instrument. My favorite instrument, in fact, in the world 
is the cello. And with us now is classical musician Robert Domain. He used to be the principal cellist at the Detroit Symphony Orchestra for 10 years before he left in 2010. Uh, he left for a solo career, then with a position with the Los Angeles Philharmonic. He returns to Detroit this weekend to perform at the Seligman Performing Arts Center in Beverly Hills as part of the Chamber Music Society of Detroit, Saturday at 8. Uh, Robert Domain, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you so much, Stephen. Yes. It's great to be here. So first of all, I mean, that was just an exquisite performance right here in the studio, <laughs> right behind me. This is one of the, this is one of the <laughs> sort you. of great indulgences I get on the on this show as the host is, is live music in the studio. And as I said, the cello is my favorite instrument. So I'm really glad that you're here. So I want to start by talking about why cello is my favorite instrument. And it is because it has this tremendous range of voice, but there's also a quality to that voice that I think is more human than most other instruments in the orchestra. It really does sound when you're playing like someone is singing. It, it, it does. I mean, I, I really think it does cover the, the nearly the full range of the human voice and then some. And uh, uh, as such, often the, the cello does get a little bit buried in the texture yes. sometimes um, in, a, in, a, in a, say, a, a piece of chamber music or even, uh, even in the orchestra. However, um, whenever, I, whenever my students ask me, well, can you hear me? Uh, am I making a difference? I said, well, come over here and just stand here. Uh-huh. It's like, something's missing <laughs> and uh it's the cello it doesn't necessarily have to be the devo right of uh, of the of the group <laughs> at any given time but in a chamber present in presence a chamber group i mean each string has a different has a different characteristic the a string is sort of our more heroic string uh-huh, uh-huh. that's our maria callas <laughs> or luciano pavarotti right our D string is 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 more of a Samuel. Ra- well, I'm going to say our C string is more of our Samuel Ramey. <laughs> our G string is our Frank Sinatra, and our D string is our our Cat Stevens, Yusuf Islam. So uh, <laughs> anyway, I I uh, I always think of these things that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I, and and the reason I opened with that piece, uh, the second movement, the beginning of the second movement of Beethoven's Fifth, is because in that piece, Beethoven hands the melody over to the cello, something he did not infrequently, give the voice, the lead voice to the bottom. Uh, the, the Ninth Symphony, the last movement, in fact, starts with uh, the double basses. Uh, That's and, right. And, and their great sort of uh, voice. But but I, and, I love when that happens. And to be fair, uh, in the in the uh, Fifth Symphony, we are playing the same tune with the violas. With the violas, that's Unfortunately. right. Unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> that's right. I should have just given it to you guys uh, all, exclusively. And it's on every audition list, believe is it? me. Is it, it? It really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and there again, it sounds as though that's sung. It doesn't sound as though it's played. And I think that's one of the things that's always sort of resonated with me. Talk to me about why uh, you became a cello player. Well, can I backtrack just a little sure. bit to uh, when Beethoven was a young man, there was a, uh, a German cellist by the name of uh, Romberg, who was a famous teacher and pedagogue, and he also composed his own music. And uh, Beethoven, with you know great respect, approached the famous Romberg and said, Herr Romberg, I, I would very much like to compose a cello concerto for you. And 
Romberg very, very haughtily looked at the young man and said, well, young man, why, why on earth would I want a concerto from you when I have 11 of my own? And, ah! <laughs> right? The things we say when we don't know. Can't I go back in time and strangle him? Right. Anyway, <laughs> so, and, and Beethoven later on did compose a, a, a triple concerto, which, yeah. which has a, a cello part that is, extremely mean to the cellist. So he, he knew a cellist <laughs> by the name of uh, Anton Kraft who could really get around the instrument. Yeah. And uh, so... Yeah. And, and he really has an affinity among the great composers. I feel like more of an affinity for those instruments at the bottom. And I can say that too. Also, I was a tuba player uh, in college. And so I love the bottom, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's... That, that, that range of the orchestra. <laughs> That's very interesting because uh, also you know w when when Beethoven wrote for the cello, um, uh, my one of my pianists I work with my dear friend Peter Takac who's mm -hmm. a professor at Oberlin, we just at the beginning of June recorded all of Beethoven's works for uh, for uh, as Beethoven said piano and violoncello, uh -huh. putting them on equal footing versus for cello and piano, <laughs> which makes it sound like the piano is accompanying the, right. the cello. So they're both equally important. And they encapsulate his three known periods, the early, middle, and late. So there there are five sonatas and three sets of variations that yeah. uh, that encapsulate that. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is classical musician Robert Domain. He used to be the principal cellist here at the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. He has since become uh, a cellist with the Los Angeles Philharmonic. He is back in town this weekend performing at the Seligman Performing Arts Center in Beverly Hills at 8 p.m. It's part of the Chamber Music Society of Detroit. It'll be Robert Domain and Adam, Adam Neiman. Uh, you can go to cmsdetroit.org to buy tickets or call 313-335-3333. Uh, Robert, I also want to talk about your instrument. Uh, we were talking before the segment about that instrument. I, I think it is a phenomenal story, uh, where you got it and how old it is. Well, it's exactly 333 years old. And as principal cellist of the uh, Los Angeles Philharmonic, I it's my prerogative to play either on this instrument, which mm -hmm. is known uh, as the general kid uh, ex Leo Stern uh, Stradivari cello, mm -hmm. on which the Dvorak concerto was premiered, was first played. You were talking about, and uh, it was in in sore, sorely in need of restoration when I when I uh, took possession of it. And there's also a a Guarneri cello, a Joseph Filius Andrea, son of Andrea Guarneri cello, both. Very, very beautiful Cremonese instruments, and both with very different characters. The, the Strad is extremely large. Uh -huh. It used to be a five-string instrument, and it was reduced in size uh, around 1800, and it's still a monster truck of a cello. <laughs> it's really, really big, and it does take um, a good deal of strength to play. Uh, if I'm not in, in good uh, condition, uh, as a as a cellist, then the cello says no way. Yeah, you can't play. You can't me. play. And when you say that, is it because you need 
bow strength for that, or is it uh, fretting strength? What's what's the ideally you need to be in good physical condition as well. You yeah. have to have good core strength. I mean, the smaller muscles will respond uh-huh. when the bigger muscles are in shape. <laughs> and as you might have noticed, my <laughs> my bigger muscles aren't necessarily uh, in in the best shape of my life. I had a, a torn meniscus recently and, and uh, haven't been able to do too much exercising. So, But I do play my cello all the time, uh-huh. and so I am accustomed to how he behaves. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. Wow. You ask anybody who plays on a Stradivari instrument, and they have to be treated in, in a way that is quite different to other instruments, other string instruments. They demand more of you. Is that you right? have to coax the sound out of a Strad when you can really beat another instrument to death and <laughs> it will, still, it, it will right? still love you. Wow. Uh, whereas a, a Strad demands to be wined and dined. Yeah. And that's just the best analogy I can think of right now. But uh, I'm extraordinarily lucky to be able to have this as a, as a perk of my job. Yeah, this and, instrument, this, this ancient but very vital instrument. Uh, talk about Los Angeles versus Detroit, both in terms of symphony and in terms of city. Gosh, Do you miss us? Uh, <laughs> I miss Detroit every single day. Yeah. Now, that's not to say I don't love L.A. Uh-huh. I, I do love L.A. Uh, it took quite a bit longer to, um, um, to feel at home in L.A. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very different animal than, than Detroit. Um, I'm sort of a dyed-in-the-wool Midwesterner, so Detroit was a very comfortable place for my wife, who is the same. She's from Wisconsin, and uh, we're both professional musicians, yeah. and and uh, uh, so we ended up. We first lived in Royal Oak, and then and then ended up in uh, in Gross Point. Uh, we we love the sidewalks, we love the tree lined streets, and and the park system they have there, and uh, you know we we had a, an idyllic uh, lifestyle. Here, our children were born here. We yeah. were married here. We, we had a very, very, very special time here. And Detroit, uh, to use um, a, a quote by Mark Stryker, um, Detroit gets under your skin in a very positive way. It does. And it does. those who have, I should say, dissed Detroit to my face pay the price. I've regretted it. <laughs> and, and I say, well, have you ever been there? No. Will you ever go? Probably not. Well, you really should because you're missing out on a lot of wonderful things, you know. And yeah. the the city is is improving and and uh, building at such an alarmingly fast rate that uh, I I mean I always look at it as a gigantic Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. That's a really interesting way to see it. So. Okay, Robert Domain, we're going to ask you to uh, play us out of the show oh. today. So I'm going to give you time to get back around the table to your instrument. Sure. Uh, and uh, thank you for being here, of course. Sure. Did you want me today. to play some of that Beethoven for you first? That would be wonderful. Okay. That would be that would be the biggest treat I've had all month. So, sure. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it my best shot. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was Robert Domain, former principal cellist at the Detroit Symphony Orchestra. 
uh, now with the Los Angeles Philharmonic. He's back in town. It's uh, performing Saturday night at the Seligman Performing Arts Center in Beverly Hills. It's part of the Chamber Music Society of Detroit. It will be Robert Domain and Adam Neiman at that show. If you want to get tickets to that event, you can go to cmsdetroit.org or you can call 313-335-3300. Chamber Music Society of Detroit is a wonderful organization worth supporting, and Robert Domain is well worth seeing. So, uh, Robert Domain, Domain, take it away. That's not part of the song. <laughs> He's just tuning up there. So here's the beginning of the uh, the <laughs> second movement of the uh, the fifth Beethoven symphony. <laughs> Basically, the main, the main theme. Almost like, almost like a lullaby. Almost, yeah. yeah almost. I, think so. I think so. Whatever it means to the listeners. Right, what whatever means. you want to take from it. All right, Robert so, Domain, thank you very much for being here on Detroit so, Today. Uh, yeah, play Yeah, I've play got, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 